What up, what up, what up? It's Harriet. I'm joking. I really need to stop that. But anyway, welcome to my podcast where we share real life stories, talk about real things that matter to me and the world. And, you know, where, you know, try to figure out this adulting thing. I post every Thursday. And I have an Instagram page called Chit Chats with Harriet if you want to follow me just to get to know me. But if you just want to give me a follow on the personal, yeah, try to get me some followers. It's Harriet underscore it. So you can do that as well. In today's podcast, we are going to be talking about (coughs) mistakes, racism, colorism, all of that mess. Let's get into it. But first of all, let's give a weekly recap. Guys, what have I been up to? I have been first stressed. Um, not really. I've been very chill. Um, to be honest with you, I'm used to this life now. Um, it hasn't really changed for me, but I'm used to this life. I'm working all the time. Last week, I kind of had like a, I, 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 no, this week I got a stress rash. Like my neck is all like dark because I started scratching it because I was getting too stressed. My assessments, I'm still trying to graduate people. Don't ask me what I be on. <laughs> I'm joking. That does make me laugh though. So I just wanted to kind of come back. I know I've been on I know I've been missing it, but guys, I can't come kill myself, yeah. I've got to I've got uni, I work two jobs and I and I'm a I'm a woman of God on the side. So I have I have a lot of things to do. So um I try my best to keep podcasts, but if I if I don't if I really don't have the time, sometimes I forget I have a podcast. I'll be like, Oh, just in my little own little world, but I'm back and so we're going to be talking about um, some really interesting things today. So let's get into this week's podcast. So one of the things I wanted to talk about in this week's podcast was um, about some tweets that surfaced. The, that surf- the English level on this podcast is someone heard me. Does she even go to school? I was here since kindergarten. My English should be good. Anyway, but I wanted to talk about the tweets that resurfaced within... Um, you the uk for all these black um you know twitter people and a couple of people were nella rose and all this type of stuff and the things that it came up and i wanted that also got me thinking about mistakes and you know sometimes when you're young you know you just do things because you know everyone else is doing them but you know like you have to be really careful what you post i got really upset when people were attacking people because i was just like if there's evidence in 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 that person that's being attacked that they're still that same person then yeah i get it you know so stone them i'm joking this ain't this ain't the old new old testament like uh, but i still believe in the fact that especially during this time do people really think that hating on other people is the best thing to do like do you not have a do you not have any i know that no one a lot of people don't have anything to do Excuse all the vehicles walking around. But the thing is, is like, I know a lot of people don't have a lot of things to do. They're not going out with their friends. So the only thing they can do is be on social media 24-7. But how much hate, how much self-hate must you have to be going out here disturbing someone else at home? Imagine sending someone death threats. Like, and the things they said about Nella Rose's mum, I, I cannot believe. Like, for example, like, there are certain rules. Like, people don't understand that there are certain lines that should never be crossed. Like, yeah, you can be like, yeah, I'm going to unfollow you. You're the worst youtuber but you going out here to hate on her speak to her like that is the reason why people of color are still in this situation and let me tell you I, a lot has been going on around racism you know from the from the african-american guy that was shot in america and for me 
Fun fact, one thing a lot of people should know about is I used to think I was a freedom fighter. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I thought I was a black panther, not the one from the cinema, the ones who were activists. And when I was younger, my favorite person in the world was Nelson Mandela. He's, he's still the same, like one person I love most than anything. If you know me, then you know that on the day he died, there was a speaker at my school that said, guys, we would like to sadly announce that Nelson Mandela is dead. I, to everyone else, is, and we're going to take a moment of silence. Everyone else was running around like fools. I was like, how dare you i sat down and i cried a little because to be honest on my list of people to meet when i was younger nelson mandela was at the top of the list there's other people on that list but i think that's that's just you know i don't want to say and then never meet and be like oh, you said you'd meet these people so i'll keep that to myself but nelson mandela was one of the people i wanted to meet and the reason why i love nelson mandela so much is he was a man of freedom he no freedom he was a man of great integrity. Everything he spoke about, everything he did, he he was like a a real freedom fighter. People think that fighting and and you know standing up for people's rights and beliefs, you have to be angry and bitter and yell all the time. But it's it's the Martin Luther Kings of the world and and the Nelson Mandelas of the world that I I kind of gravitate to the most because not only from a Christian perspective, because you know the Bible does say to forgive, even though it's difficult and I don't. But you know what I'm saying, like you. I love the fact that they choose to they chose to love because hating someone that takes a lot of energy that I don't possess in my bones. I don't really have time to think and plot about when you're going to fall down or where I want you to die. And I think a lot of the things in this world is like hurt people, hurt people. Has anyone not heard this, please? Huh? Must you hear it on the speaker of every microphone? Must the Lord descend in great golden cloth to to tell you like hurt people hurt people for you to get it into your head like at the end of the day if a person is hurting you or being rude to you or, or discriminating against you it is a it is a more deeper process that that they must be going through and for you to go out of your thing, I can understand people like, no, I can't understand. I, I, I can expect racism for people who are from, you know, <clears throat> people who are not black. Okay, but for you as black people to come and then, you know, the only people that we have that like Nelly Rose and all these celebrities that influences, it is very hard to be an influencer if you're black because you're not getting as many opportunities to have a woman. I love Nelly Rose for one thing, and that's the fact that when everyone else was getting the BBLs, you know, if you don't know what a BBL is, it's practically just transferring. What is it? Brazilian butt lift or something? I don't know. It's not my it's not my portion. But the thing is, is like she decided she did a video and she was talking about how she's like, when I go to heaven, I don't want God to ask me like, girl, like this ain't the way you came in. <laughs> this ain't the way I left <laughs> you left me. This ain't the way you're supposed to come in. And you know what I'm saying? It's like for her, it was her standing up for the for the idea that she didn't want to fit into the box that everyone was. And Nellan Rose is one of those girls who's really confident. And she and I watch her videos. And I'm like, wow, this woman has confidence. And I think when she tweeted, because she made a lot of colorism jokes and, um, you know, racist, racist things against black women, dark skinned women and stuff like that. And there was also another YouTuber named Babels. Um, she was she's a Burundian, you know, one. And for me, I watch her. I really watch her all. The, I used to watch her all the time. And when that stuff came out, I was just like, bruh, really girl. And the thing is, is because for me, this leads to the next topic of colorism, <laughs> which all goes around the same thing. When people are colorist, okay, I don't. I'm not one of those freedom fighters hit you in the head. I used to be though. But I grew up in a family where a lot of people used to ask me why I was darker than the rest of my siblings. 
Um, mind you, right now, someone will meet me and be like, you know that dark Harriet. But for me, I grew up hearing like I was the dark one. And the dark one is not like the cute one. You know, the, it, it wasn't like, the, it was to, to kind of tell me that I was not at the level of standard of the other yellow people in my family. You know what I'm saying? To just diminish my beauty. So I grew up kind of thinking I was ugly because I was dark. But I never, <clears throat> the one thing you ain't never going to see for me was bleaching. Uh-uh, that ain't going to be me. Because I was like, I used to see people bleach all the time and they would have these pimples and they would have like they instead of looking like there's a difference between your light skinned and then there's a difference between you looking like a pale chicken have you ever seen a, a chicken with no hair before you cook it Ooh, let me tell you that skin over there is just a it's just a different different type of skin and i'm just looking at these people i'm like you look like a hairless chicken girl and you are here, oh i'm lion skin i'm lion skin let me tell you Colorism has been established in our minds since the beginning of time. And if, if you're a person who is not of color and you're listening to this podcast, let me educate you, yeah? The colorist view is a belief that, you know, because you are of a lighter complexion, that means you're superior to someone else who is of darker complexion. And mind you, I ain't that dark. Okay, I ain't even that dark. There are people darker than me. And I'm like, if you're going to be rude to me, how are you going to treat them? And then I, I hate when people ask questions like, oh, you wouldn't date this race. Oh, you wouldn't date a certain person from this country because they're dark skinned. You wouldn't want your children. And for me, when I was younger, I didn't I was blessed enough not to have people in my face and, and people, um, you know, keeping record of what I would be saying. But I had so much self-hate. I used to be like, oh, I, I want to date this type of person because then our children can come out to look like this and I don't want to have... But then I was like, that was so much self-hate. Mind you, this was when I was eight, nine. You can't come for me now, you know? Even in high school, sometimes I would say that because, to be honest with you, I got into the mindset. People were so racist to me when I moved to private schools. <laughs> you know, people with money think they can say more. But the thing is, I for like in public schools, I, I had people racist to me. And then I moved into private school and it was even worse. I never seen racism at a different level. I went to a really amazing public school. Shout out to all my cooler guys. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, well. Cool about oh man, I forget the song, but it was from more um high school, and our song was like uh walla 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 bang 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 yeah we are the kids from the cool like gang hey when we meet hey we defeat I say walla 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 bang 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 come on, and so when I grow. <laughs> If you only if you know me or you were at Warren Private, you know that we were the best house. We were the yellow house, and that was where all the black kids were, and we were the fastest, the greatest athletes. I'm like, yes, child, that's where we were. Back then, I used to be a runner, so you wouldn't expect me. I used to win all the races because I'm more of a fast person than I am of a long distance runner. But now, if you see me, I can barely run. I can barely run to my car without breathing and puffing and trying to die. So that ain't of my own accord. But I remember when I was at that school at Warung, I had, because for some reason, because it was a public school and we had so much diversity, I really didn't get that racism thing. Like, people weren't teasing me because I was black, I think. Because we had we had an island. That's why I met my best friend, Addy. We had islanders there. We had, you know, we had Asians there. We had so many people that, you know, the whole class was like a little bag of Maltesers. Like, it was it was diverse, you know what I'm saying? Whereas now, when I went to a private school, because I was the only person of color or any person of a different ethnic background, they didn't even have Asians. People, come on. And I'm just like, huh, hello, you know, trying to fit in into that school. So I eventually people would be so racist to me. I had no friends there. 
doesn't help the fact. And then when I finally went to high school, I had kind of learned like a a way of like making jokes on myself. So if you ever see me like self-deprecate and you're like, oh, Harry, what are you saying? Like, Harry, why are you so rigid? It's like a defense mechanism. Like I usually like to say things before people say them because if I say it, then it doesn't hurt as much. But let's be honest, it still hurts. You know, you try to hold it in. Be like, yeah, man, you the N word this. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, that hurt, you know. And this is all self-hate that you're taught at a young age, you know, because to be honest, I think it's much easier to 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 be a person who is privileged and to think that you can look at people who are not as privileged and be rude. And that's not even with color, you know, that can be also with that can also be with with wealth. That can also be with knowledge. Like I've seen people who've who've had degrees, especially if you're Burundian, yeah. If you're a Burundian listen, listener, yeah, give me a shout out. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if a lot of Burundians prioritize education and they look down, and I think one of the reasons why a political party sucks the way it sucks, not to shout out, because you know I don't want to be killed or nothing. But what I'm saying is the reason why it's not as advanced as other countries is because we kind of prioritize people who we look down on the people who are the ones provide you know helping our economy to go up the ones who are working in the farms and people who are not going to school because they can't afford it you know what i'm saying and it's not saying that you know that people in that people should not go to school what i'm trying to say is we have it if you're burundian you your parents even they, they grew grow you up telling you that the smarter you are the more important that you are and it's the same thing about color they're like the lighter that you are the more beautiful that you are and growing up in a family where I used to see that people who are lighter would be considered more beautiful than me, I'm like, okay, okay then. But for me, luckily, I already had this shield where I was like, at a certain age, I was like, I don't care what nobody says. If I look ugly, if I look cute, I'm just going to be me. You know what I'm saying? Because I decided to take all of that power and be like, I'm just going to be focused on building my relationship with the Lord and being as kind and as good hearted as I can be. You know, hashtag crying in, in my room going, Lord, I have no friends. But this at that stage in my life, that's what I decided to do. I think hate takes a lot of energy. If someone's taking the time to write you a hurtful message, if someone's taking the time to gossip about you, taking the time to plot against you, let me tell you. Well, that sounded like a sermon, people. Let me calm down. If you do want to come to church, I'm joking. But what I'm trying to say is like, if people are taking the time to think about how much they want to hurt you, don't you think they're more upset? There has to be a problem here. You know, when I look at people who are racist to me, I look at them and I'm like, Lord, I feel so much pity for you because you think you're better than me because of a color? Girl, come out here. Because the truth is, I didn't get to choose the color. I was like my, the skin color that I am. But I know that I would not, I would, I would not be anything else. <laughs> it's the same complexion. My complexion is not, doesn't define me. You know, but it, it's 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 a part of me, you know, and I and and I watch movies that come out all the time where, for example, you get these women who are so beautiful, either either they're really dark and like really like extraordinary, beautifully like beautiful or they're really light. And you're like, I don't have hair like that. My hair fall out sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, and then you look at yourself and you're like, mm. That ain't the regular black girls I be seeing. Because regular black girls come in different shades. They come in different sizes. They come in different forms. Some of them be speaking loud. They be speaking soft. And it all comes down under 
just people forcing you to be something you're not. Social media is the greatest, I say this all the time, but social media is the greatest place where people think that they can have a word. You hide behind a camera, you hide behind it, your, what you say about people. But let me tell you, when you turn off, I will say it every day. When you turn off the lights, who the hell do you think you are? You know, who do... Because I, th- I find that when I'm a bad person, when I'm rude to someone or I'm not kind, it gives me a bad feeling in my stomach. I'm like, Lord, you know, that wasn't the nicest thing to say. So I try to always be kind because even the people that hurt me, I always try to be nice to them because I'm like, girl, if I had an attitude like yours and I had a face like yours, ooh, I would be upset as well. No. <laughs> I don't say that to the midst of my brain. I'm like, let me let me just pray for you. Let me just be nice to you because that's the only niceness you're going to get, okay? But the truth is, like, we live in a society that has taught people to be divided in multiple groups. You know, even, even if you believe in the Lord, okay? People are divided in multiple things, and they don't understand that the purpose is not about if you go to church on Sunday or Saturday, or if you do this or that, if you wear a long skirt or a short skirt, if you... This is not the point. The whole point is the message, which is... Jesus, <laughs> if you don't believe in God, you know, that probably doesn't make sense to you. But it's kind of like the idea that even even the things that we value, we, are, we, are, we create a system that separates us instead of unifies us. And we, we are living in a society. I want to talk about this next week, which is the idea that having people, people are taking, if you haven't noticed, we live in a society where everyone's voice is turning into one voice. And it's not. It's either everyone hates you or every everyone is a, is for you. It's not a middle ground. There's no such thing as respect anymore. Like before, I could say my opinion. You know, hashtag being a you know Christian young lady. I would say my opinion, and my friends, even though they didn't agree or we weren't on the same life, like they didn't understand what I was saying. They would have respect because that's what my belief was, and I would never try to push my belief on someone else because nobody wants forcery. Even if you look at the whole contact. That was just a lot of words that made no sense. If you look at the whole structure of faith and and it's it's about free choice, you know, it's about free will. And free will means that I don't have to expect I like on a regular human conversation, I don't you don't have to agree with me. Well you don't have to kill me either because I don't agree with you. It's just pass on the torch, go away. And this is the thing even with racism. I think a lot of people expect for people to understand them and that they will fight for people to understand. I don't think that's the thing. I think it's about trying to reverse the hate that we've been taught to have upon ourselves and trying to learn what love is and teach people what love is and empower us and employ and where the fields are not, make fields for us. I was talking to my sister the other day about Tyler Perry and his movies can sometimes be a little bit ghetto or like be like you look at them and you're like, Jesus, every movie someone got to die? Every movie, someone got to be attacked. Like, every movie, a woman got to lose her hair. And you just look, look, you look at that and you're like, this ain't, not everybody's like this, yeah? Or they don't have a father or something like that. <laughs> but even though it's like that, he found a target audience, and that's black people. He has his billions of dollars because he's found, I hope it's billions of dollars, because I'm always giving facts that ain't correct. If you have the time, search it up. But the thing is, it's like he would he found an audience that was that supported what he was saying. And I think that that is so important. I'm going to finish off soon because I feel like, guys, you I know none of you. Yeah, the long podcasts haven't been working for me either. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to be here for 30 minutes. When I have people on, yes, I'll do 30-minute podcasts and long force. But like I like to keep them a bit shorter. Maybe we'll stick to a 20-minute. Yeah.
Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good agreement. If you have a different suggestion, please find me. But to end up, to end all things that were said today, if you experience colorism, if you experience racism, if you experience self-hate, darling, let me tell you this. Is that, or people trying to be rude to you, gossip about you, it's hurt people hurt people, you know? And at the end of the day, when you do something, like this is some advice. If you're on the internet writing something today, you better check yourself because it's going to come up and hit you in the back, you know? Um, everything you do, is, especially if it's through the internet, is going to be evidence. So if I was you, I would just make sure that you are responsible and you do everything out of love. Don't do things out of hatred. It's too much energy. And you don't have that. Do you want hair loss at a young age? And I know you're young. So don't be losing your hair over stressed over, over things, yeah? If you're dark-skinned, enjoy your darkness. If you're light-skinned, I'm me as a dark-skinned woman, I'm not trying to fight you. Like... I don't want to be out here being like, I hate white teen girls because they all the... That's energy I don't have. Out there, there's one person who would like me for my dark skinness. You know what I'm saying? There are people out there in the workplace who need dark skin people. There are movies that are made for dark skin people. What I can do is if no one wants to make a space for me on the table is to create my own bloody table. Let me tell you, I ain't no carpenter. <laughs> Where is that going? But what I'm trying to say is... Create your own lane. Create your own venue. If there's no experiences for you, if there are no stories being told about real black women or real dark-skinned girls who, who are multifaceted and are, are complex, then create those stories. Not every day. And this is the thing. Standing up for your rights and let no one misunderstand me. Standing up for your rights and standing up for who you are is 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 not the same as perpetuating hate. Is it's not the same as continuing hate. Because the thing is a system can only continue to oppress you if you continue to live under the system. A lot of people don't understand that America has systems put in place to to belittle black people. And the only way to come out of those systems is to understand their self-value, is to fight the system by you by being educated. And this is the thing, yeah. You can't there's certain things you can't just fight from education because even if you're smart and you're a black man in America, someone could come and shoot you. And I that really gets me worried because I have a black brother and I have a black father. And sometimes I'm just like, if I went to America and, you know, I probably will marry a black man, but you never know. Nowadays, this world be, be, be extra, be extra. But what I'm saying is like, if well, whoever I, if I do decide to, to marry a black man, imagine if he's in America, we decided to go for a drive. I can't even take him to America. I don't want to go nowhere near America because I'm like, I don't want my man shot because of the color of his skin. Like... But these are the systems, even in African culture, there are systems put in place to belittle women of color, to belittle dark-skinned girls and dark-skinned people. But if you're a black man and you're a person who's more privileged than somebody else, your job is to educate yourself and spread the love, share the knowledge, you know, tell women of, if you see a black girl and you think, just encourage her, instead of you being, oh, I don't take dark-skinned women, dark-skinned this, this, self-hate, you know what I'm saying? If you see someone and you see them doing their best thing, be like, girl, you fire. Promote them, spread them, and put them up. Because the only way that this thing can work is if we teach each other to love. And I know it's not as simple as that. Mind you, I used to think I was a, an activist. So I know all of that. I know that it can't be fixed by love and peace and joy. Okay? But I'm saying if we get to focusing more on ourselves and get to focusing on educating ourselves on the issues that are happening 
and defeating these systems because the only way that that pe- the only way that the justice could be taken for the guy that was shot in America was because a thousand millions of people rallied up and started protesting against this and Martin Luther King was the greatest example of protesting without hating someone without without having use because what they want is they want you to be angry they want you to de- you don't have to defend being black that's not something to be defending because it's not a, it's not like you chose it's not like choosing a pair of shoes it's who you are you know what I'm saying you don't have to defend it but I think standing up for it is a different sense man I sound like a bloody activist but you know this is a part of me I said I talk about everything that's what it is so if you personally are affected and everything we need to stand up and be people who speak for our voices I want to be a journalist so that I can see my rep- I can see representation on TV of dark skinned journalists because I haven't seen any in Australia. Unless there is one, you better send them my way so I can you know grab a couple of tips. But if the I in case even if they are, they're not. There's no any Burundian journalists. There's not many Burundians anywhere, mind you. So I want to do that for my culture. And the only way to eliminate stereotypes and ridiculing and people's perception is to be greater, is to be stronger. Because the truth is, yeah. I always said this is like education is an equalizer in many cases because a lot of there are many rooms that you're not that people assume that you can't be in because you're a person of color. But when you educate yourself and you're able to stand up and have facts to to determine who you are. And I think Martin Luther King was more was more uh, effective because he understood the fact that. In order to stand against this system, they had to be united. It was black people who united not to hurt, but to demand that something happen in regards to their rights. Black lives matter, you know? As you knew, (laughs) activist number 103, let me tell you, black lives matter. All lives matter, but in this case, when people are talking about racism, colorism, all of this type of stuff, it's... Black lives matter because if all lives mattered, I wouldn't have to distinguish that I'm black lives matter. Okay, I hope you guys got all of that because that was a bunch of mess. But if you want me to talk about this some more, let me know because I have a lot to say on black people and I love black people because I'm a black woman. I'm a dark skin. (laughs) You know, those people every five seconds. I'm a dark skin black woman. Never mind. I think I'm doing the absolute most. But the thing is, guys, just remember to spread some love, spread some knowledge, educate yourself, and be kind. The world is full of people who are broken. And if someone stands against you, instead of you being angry and bitter, take them down in the, in the coolest way by going and educating yourself and taking them to the court and taking them for every dollar they earn. That's, that's the best way to do it. No need to get physical because fighting is a stupid form. You have to, you lose a nail, you lose some hair, you lose, you lose your energy and your breath. You look ugly after and you sweat. It's not for us. Take their money, take their positions, take their authority and we proceed. That's all I have to say. Have a nice day. This is Harriet, and I'll see you next week. Let's go!